Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Nerd Adulting Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Pistol Pete, Peter, Peter Volan. I'm joined once again by my buddy, my esteemed cohort, Josh Wick. What is going on, buddy? How are you feeling? How are you doing? What's up, Peter? I'm excited. I'm happy to be here again for again. the 759th time, but I'm down for a thousand more. I don't care. You know what? I, I, need, I, need, I, need to... I love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what our episode count is at now. Like I don't, I don't even know. I don't count yeah. our episode. I need to go back and look. Is there? We got, probably probably should celebrate at some point in time. But uh, anyways, yeah. Super excited to finally be back. I know we've been spotty with our episodes going through some life life changing events, but it is the holidays. Hey, yeah, dealing. I'm assuming dealing with COVID will uh, yeah. put a hinder on it. Yeah. 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 That was an interesting this past week. That was an interesting <laughs> experience. Uh, yeah. So what happened was I went to Chicago and for C2E2 for this convention. It was a lot of fun and I started having symptoms and I was supposed to have my kids this weekend and so I was worried and so I got tested and sure enough I have the vid but I'm at the tail end of it now. I'm like seven days in but man dude it was it was pretty rough. Even being vaccinated man it was it was pretty tough. It was a tough experience. Got really sick. Had like a 103 degree fever. Chills were insane but I'm better now. I actually did. I finally did a workout today, and I thought I was going to die. But anyways, <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> good. I'm good, and I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to do some more. I streamed yesterday. I'm here to do an episode today. I'm ready to start doing some more YouTube videos. So I'm I'm ready to get it on. So that's good, man. Well, I'm glad you're in on the the downslope of it, and you're recovering. Yeah, appreciate it, man. So this week we are talking about our favorite video games of 2021 you and i have played a handful of new releases that came out this year and i thought it'd be a lot of fun to discuss about like you know i thought we would have some overlap but apparently we really don't but nonetheless it should be an interesting topic to discuss because there's a lot of games and i actually i actually played a lot more games finished a lot more games this year than i did i think previous years and um just you know i'm kind of excited to talk about because this is the first year of the new GPUs and consoles, right? Because they launched in November of 2020. Right. And yeah, so we had a lot of interesting stuff that that, it, that happened this uh, this year. So you want to get on and start discussing like what our favorite games are? You want to jump into it? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So what were, well, how about we do this? What were some of the games just, what were the games that you played this year? And then we'll jump into which ones that you were favorite. I'll, I'll do mine as well. So I played a handful, uh, probably about a dozen, that I like gave a decent amount of time. But in there I have uh, Valheim, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Arma 3, Squad. I have Hunt Showdown, Halo Infinite. I've started playing Dungeons & Dragons more consistently this year. I'm having a lot of fun with that. It's definitely in my favorites. It's not really a video game, but it's still a game, <laughs> right? <laughs> And then uh, uh, The Ascent. I had mm. uh, played also some other Milsimi games, but also some VR games. I played some Boneworks. I played a ton of Beat Saber still. I'm still obsessed with that game. That's I'm really looking interesting. Into, I'm looking I totally into forgot getting... about VR. I didn't add any VR stuff to mine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Played a decent amount of Phasmophobia. Uh, not just with you, but just Phasmophobia in general. Played it for the first time in VR. That was a trip. Played Resident Evil. 
Did you get Resident uh, Evil 4? On VR? No, yeah. but I plan to. No, okay. but I, I, I solely intend to. I was really tempted, but I did not. I didn't pick it up. Well, I'm definitely getting it because it's a nostalgia thing for me. I played so much Resident Evil 4 when it was on GameCube and PlayStation 2. And I actually, I think I actually own it for PC. I think I do. Yeah, I have it for PC. I've bought that game three times in my life. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like me with Metal Gear. I can't even tell you how many times I bought Metal. I, th- I, just, I think I just bought it again this year on PC. The Metal Gear, Metal Gear, blah, 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 blah. Metal Gear Solid. I think I was like, I bought that game again this year. I bought it collection twice because I think it was on Xbox 360 and then it was on Xbox One. Yeah, I bought that twice, and then I also owned it on Steam, and then I bought it the the original Metal Gear Solid remake on um on Epic. <laughs> I'm always buying that game over and over right. again. That's that's interesting. I didn't put VR on there, but I will say I played a lot of Half Life Alex. I didn't beat it yet, but I did play a lot of Half Life Alex. That game. Yeah. Problem yeah. with me, ha- the pr- Half Life Alex goes on my list too, and Cyberpunk. So the problem, Cyberpunk yeah. as well. Yeah, the problem for me with Half Life Alex though was that once you play that, I felt like none of the other games compared to it. You know what I mean? I mean, they're good. There's good VR games out there, but like. Half-Life Alex is like the bar and like I, I feel like I got spoiled with that game so I have a hard time going back to playing something else like I played yeah The Walking Dead Saint or Saints yep. and Sinners Saints and Sinners yeah really good game but it just I don't know because I was playing it on Steam via Oculus Quest 2 it just it didn't quite work out and the movement stuff my problem with VR is moving around normally like you would in a first person shooter like messes up with my Oh no, it doesn't mess with me yeah. at all. I'm, it makes me I'm nauseous. Totally grounded. No, I'm good. So I have to do teleportation. I do the teleport move. So that's how I play those games. Oh, okay. Like well, I remember. I also I also played a blade and sor- is it blades and sorcery? Yeah, blades and, so- and sorcery on VR as well. That was a lot of fun. That's a good uh, way to decompress after a shitty day. <laughs> oh, just, we just, just like chopping shit and just yeah, just cutting chop- people up, lopping <laughs> people's legs off and throwing them off buildings and yeeting them off bridges. And force pushing people, and they have a mod you can mod it so that you can use lightsabers and stuff, and that's a lot of fun. Get some stormtroopers in there. No, that's really, yeah. I've seen like some pretty messed up stuff on Reddit of <laughs> people like chopping people up with their lightsabers or with swords and trying to shake people off. That's like one thing yeah. with with The Walking Dead is you like you'll stab someone in the head or a zombie in the head, and like it'll stay stuck in there, and you gotta like shake it out, or you actually have to put your hand on it and like pull it out. So it's like yeah, pretty yeah. pretty immersive stuff. But I've totally done that thing where you take a sword and you have three separate severed heads, and you just like shish kebab them <laughs> on the sword. You would do just, that. I I did it just to see if it could be done, and it can. So I was happy. When you can you like fling it off your sword? Like yes, you can. You can go like that, and they'll go, they'll fly off. Oh and man, you, you just can, sold you, it. You have you, know. you have a you have a power that you can like manipulate gravity. So you can grab people by the wrist and the leg and then hold them in the air and pull them apart. Literally pull them apart. Wow. It's I super metal. To, I might have to play <laughs> I might have to play that game. I might have to check that one out. Um, yeah, but it so just, my... they just released a, a quest version of it, so Oh, it was it wasn't a quest version, it was actually a theme version. The one that I have is Steam, but they okay. did just officially release it on Quest. You know, I haven't really played. Only, the only one I've played on the Quest was Beat Saber. That's the only game I played that was natively Oculus. I didn't play anything. You didn't play Darth Vader? No, I didn't play Vader or Immortal, no. Vader Immortal is really good, actually. It's a good uh, 
even for what the level it is, because I had that on the proper quest, and even that was a good experience. Like physic, like the physics and everything work really well. It looked really like polished, and so it looked like uh, it is. And the real selling point is the dojo, because you can like it's like proper lightsaber. You can like deflecting droids and fighting stormtroopers. The 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 game itself is more story driven, but there's a dojo that just has literally hundreds and hundreds of levels. Hmm. Yeah, maybe I have to check that out one day. Dual wielding and double bladed lightsabers, and people come up to you with lightsabers and they fight you, and you can fight them back, and you have to dodge and block and stuff. It's really cool. Uh, for me, so the games that I most this is like my, my most played stuff was uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, which is not going to be on my favorite <laughs> favorite games list. Uh, Far Cry six, Valheim, Guardians of the Galaxy, Hina, Bridge of Spirits, Resident Evil Village, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. In Returnal, those were some of my yeah. favorite ones that I played. You know, going back, I was, it's really interesting when I go back and see which ones that I played. And man, I really enjoyed some of these a lot. And I was actually so we were talking. I was actually I was actually kind of surprised that Resident Evil Village wasn't on your list. Being one, as big of a fan of you that you are of Resident Evil, and just like I thought, Resident Evil Resident Evil Village is definitely in my top play, top favorite games. Simply because of one moment or a few moments in that game, but I was kind of curious. Yeah. Like, you should—is there a reason why it's not in your top like favorites? So I guess it's because I played through it and then I never played through it again. Like, it didn't call me back to replay it. I mean, it was a good experience, but I like when a game calls me back, even though I've already experienced it. The thing is that Resident Evil Village is good, but it didn't put terror in my heart, <laughs> and it also wasn't so actiony that it was so much fun to play the action sequences. It's not, I'm not saying the game is bad. The game is really good, but I'm not the biggest fan of the first person shooter style of resident evil. I liked seven because it was a focus on horror, which is when it's first person, when it's first person and you're playing a horror game, I find that really intriguing. It's a lot more uh, intimate. So immersive. It, 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 yeah, it allows for things to be much more uh, horrifying. But Resident Evil Village, it's very, very shootery. So, I mean, it has its lull moments of of terror and scary stuff going on, but it doesn't really. It, it didn't like keep me up at night like the way Phasmophobia does. You know, yeah, Phasmophobia does a really. Inter- it's really. It's an interesting comparison between the two because Phas- Phasmophobia doesn't really do like anything. It's just really creepy, and then the way they like. The, the atmosphere and the way the, the way they build each game that you play with your friends and stuff it's just like this totally different yeah. experience versus resident evil village the main thing so one resident evil village was probably one of the best looking games i feel like i played all year i thought it was uh, an incredible experience i really enjoyed like you know lady dimitrescu and, and and the whole family and just the whole like world that you were put in i yeah. think the the only thing for me that the only gripe that i felt like this is not not really a knock, per se. But after the Donna Benaviento, is that her? Is that how you say her name? Benaviento. The yeah. The, after the that, lady. yeah, the dolly. After because that was probably one of the most awesome horror experiences I've ever had in a video. Oh yeah, when it's just you in the house. Yeah. No yeah, weapons, yeah. and you're doing that no fucking weapons. mannequin doll shit, and like it's just really. And then, and then- the baby comes. The baby. The baby. I mean, that. The baby. That, yeah. The, the baby. Let's go. 
<laughs> but right, man, I mean, that was such an amazing experience. But it happened so early in the game. It just like everything else, kind of like I kind of felt like, okay, what's going to happen next? And nothing ever sort of got back to that moment or that feeling for me. And in, in, I mean, overall, great game. But I felt like it climaxed way too early. And then that that mm-hmm. part, it was so amazing. So that was like my only gripe is I kept playing it, hoping that I would get another experience like that. And it just kind of turned into like a, sh- a zombie shooter-ish type game. Not that I'm really knocking because I, re- I loved the game in general. And that was probably like my, my only knock. Because that, that to me was just an amazing, not only like moment for, for me in a game, but just like in horror. Like I just can't. I can't think of an experience like that. Just going through that yeah. whole whole thing. With, it was just so creepily done. It was just so well, like, I don't know, dolls for me, I guess, are just creepy in general. And so, yeah, I really, I really just, I love the game overall. But I think the reason why it's in my favorite is because of that. Yeah. That specific moment. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I completely understand. So, no, I'm sorry. I was looking for something because I was <laughs> unclear on, I was unclear on a piece of information that I was trying to push out, but... It's all right. It'll get edited in post. In post. All the awkward, but, uh, all the awkward pauses get edited out. Yeah, and my ums. <gasps> okay, oh, so mine too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Resident Evil's not a. Uh, this wasn't a bad game. It's just like you said. Like the the story was good. It just I don't know. It wasn't my favorite. And I, yeah, I, I understand it. I, you played. You definitely played more games than I have. I was. I I think between just streaming and trying to do YouTube content and working. With kids in the house, I had a hard time. I always have a hard time finding time to play games, even being remote. And so I felt like, but I found time this year to play more games because I was streaming. And so that's why a lot of the games I have my list, I actually completed because I was streaming them. But yeah. The streaming holds you accountable to beating a game. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying not to do this thing where I'm bouncing around. That's what I've been doing lately. And I've been bouncing around between games and I'm actually just trying to find one to stick to, but I'm actually looking at like, some of the stuff that I have uh, in my backlog that I want to play. But what about you? What is some? What is a game? One of your favorite games from 2021? So from 2021, they pushed out a a lot of good content and updates for Hunt Showdown. It's probably the most the game I played the most in terms of multiplayer for 2021. I played a ton of Ghost of Tsushima, especially once it dropped on PS5. I basically replayed the whole thing over. That it looks so good on the PlayStation 5. It looks insane. It's actually the only game that I own. No, that's incorrect. I also have Deathloop, which I have not finished or re-gotten into. I played it for like maybe five hours. And then I got the uh, the PS5 edition for Ghost of Tsushima. And I just re-poured my life into it. But Deathloop, I know it's on... It's I think it's one of the games that you missed this year. But it is good. And I think that it deserves your attention because it is really good. Deathloop, I think, is one of the games that you missed this year. But I uh, definitely played a good amount of it, enough to know that I'm I'm going to enjoy it. But I dropped it so that I can pick up the PS5 version of Ghost of Tsushima. And I thoroughly enjoyed it on the PlayStation 5. It looks so good. I played a lot of Arma 3 this year. A lot of Arma 3 because I'm pretty sure I've let you know that I, I joined an online uh, gaming group called first air assault and they do a lot of like mill simmy stuff mm. on weekends and i've been hammering a ton of hours into that i don't even know what my hours count is on it right on it right now but i was already playing armor 3 before i joined the group and had almost 200 hours in it then 
and now I'm probably up to like maybe 700 hours. So yeah, you, I've poured a lot of time into that. Yeah, well, you and I played squad a few times, I remember. And I just, it's not my cup of tea. And you were like, you should play Arma. I was like, <laughs> I don't think I'm going <laughs> to. I was like, one, I don't have that much time. Like I literally, like I play in spurts of, well, now I have time. But literally, I play in spurts of like 30 minutes to an hour unless I'm streaming. And I was like, I know. And then, but if it, it, it's not surprising that you like Arma. You know what I mean? Because you're yeah. you're a military guy. You like that realistic stuff. Yeah, that's in, that's interesting that you that you still play armor, but that's cool. I mean, if you have people to play with, that's like one of the things that I miss is just having a group of people to get together with and play. And that's sort of like what Battlefield that company was, that company two was from years ago. Yeah, I mean but, the group that the group that I play with is you know like thirty to forty guys. They have like a forum. Then they 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 do their missions like op order style, like so. It's very it's very rewarding from a milsim aspect. If anybody's yeah, looking for an armor group to play with, for, look up first air assault. <laughs> <laughs> when it's, I mean that's what makes it really cool is when you have a group of people that that are dedicated to stuff like that. You know that makes the experience like that much cooler, that much more fun in the, yeah. in the long run of things. So, but played a ton of ton of hunt showdown. I've been slamming into uh halo infinite halo infinite is so good even though it's like i know it came out like at the back end of the year but that doesn't change how much fun i'm having with it and why it's one of my favorite games for this year another game that i really poured a lot of time into that i really enjoyed was the ascent um you and i played a bit of that i'm pretty sure you dropped it after a while but i played a little bit more and after that i think i have like maybe 70 or 80 hours in it and i got pretty far but i thoroughly enjoyed that time that i played and then Valheim. Valheim is <laughs> Valheim holds a special place in my heart. It's one of my favorite like survival games. It's so good and it's so so well made. It's just the ambience that it gives you is so perfect for the world that it's created in. I remember and, uh, when you first got Valheim and you were streaming it in the Discord and you were just yeah, I just picked up this game and you know like you got it like the day it released. And the day after, yeah, the day yeah. after. And I remember you were playing, and I was like, yeah, this is actually pretty cool. And then everyone was playing it, so I wanted to pick it up, and I put it in, like, a good, you know, 30 hours into that game. It's really... Valheim was, like, probably, if I had to pick the prize hit for myself, would be Valheim. Because Valheim yeah. was... It was cheap. I think I got it for, like, 20 bucks, and it was, like, so good. Like, there's just so much stuff that you can do in that game, and I really... And there's even more now. I know. You were telling me about that, and I was like, man, I might have to fire that up and start playing it again. But it's funny you yeah. mentioned Halo Infinite. I've been playing the campaign. I've been really enjoying it. I love open world games just because I like to just fuck around and get lost and just do random shit. And I never finish. You, I typically don't finish open world games for that reason. And so that's what I've been doing in, in Halo since it, since it launched. I've been playing on PC and, and it's just so much fun. And it's just like weird shit that happens. Like you probably saw the video that I posted of like them dropping a warthog yeah, on top of that a has, brand That dude. has definitely happened to me where I've been like, move you idiot. Yeah. I'm like, what do you do? He's why he even like, he's like walking around and they just drop. Oh man, that shit was so funny to me. But yeah, but yeah, Valheim was probably the surprise hit of the year for me. I really, enjoy, I really enjoyed Valheim. It was, it was just a lot of fun. And that was the first game that I streamed this year. Cause I didn't, I made it, a goal out this year to consistently stream on Twitch. And I've done, I think I've done that pretty, pretty well. And the first game that I did that with was Valheim. I was like the game yeah. that I played. It was such a fun game. It was chill. You know, I turned all the music off and I just played my Spotify, like stream beats and stuff. It was a really good time. I, actually, I have yet to play that game multiplayer. Like I have not played a multiplayer game on Valheim, but there's still so much. I mean, stuff like that played I, with, played with other people. Yeah. 
Yeah, all, it's all been single-player stuff, just oh, building dude, my stuff. We got to yeah. boot it up, dude. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that was my surprise hit, but the one of the one of my... F- to, I'm going to jump in, so I'm going to just do two two games, and then we'll do, like, honorable mentions. I'm going to do... We'll do... I'll do my favorite game, my... As far as favorite games from this year that I've played. And so number two on that list is Kina Bridge of Spirits. Mm. I loved that game. I mean, it was 40 bucks. It was made by... Kina was developed by a company. This was like their first game. I guess they did commercials and it was developed by Ember Labs. And it was only... And it was only... I want to say it was like 15 people that worked on it. But it felt... so. It had sort of like an indie feel, but it definitely had a it definitely had a first party like vibe to it. The combat so a lot of people the problem with so the, the main issue that Kina had was that it was hard. Like it was it was a hard game. I mean I'm not I'm not like a pro at like Soulsborne games or whatever, but Kina did not look like it was gonna be a type of like a struggle type game. And it was Really? <laughs> It it was hard. Like I think a lot of people agree would agree with me that the game was hard. I played it on normal and I did beat it. I remember I streamed the ending and I just kept and so like you never play a game where like you just you can easily defeat an enemy, but then at some point in time in the game you meet the enemy again and for whatever reason you just can't fucking beat him. And you're like, what the hell am yeah. I doing wrong? And so that was happening to me at the end, like you had to go through these waves at the final boss. It was so hard. And but it was really satisfying the, the combat and the problem with the one of the problems with the game was the parry system was so unforgiving. But I don't know the story was great. I really enjoyed the story. The characters were cute. It was just a blast to play. And it was, just, it was like that was another surprise that I didn't expect to like it that much. It was on my radar because I saw like the the, pre, the trailers and stuff for it, and it had a very Disney like Pixar vibe. So it was like it and it it just really called out to me for whatever reason. Man, that game was so good. I really enjoyed it. I know a lot of people didn't like it because it was so hard, and then a lot of people did like it for whatever reasons. I know some someone hit me up on on Discord and they were like complaining about the the combat. I loved the combat. I just it was so satisfying. It was just it was. I felt I felt accomplished when I beat that game, and it was probably one yeah. of my most played games this year. I, it's funny you say you don't you didn't go back to play Resident Evil. Like I never go back to play replay games unless it's an open world game. Like once I finish the story, I never go back to like get extra like hidden stuff. This is so much of a pain. Like trying to remember where all the the secret like hidden spots were at, or if you collect them all. But yeah, that was probably my that was probably my my number two game. And then I just I loved it so much. It was so it was just such a great game. Yeah. I mean, I it's on it. It has been on my radar. I want to I want to play it, but I it's not that's not drawing me so bad where I'm like I need to have it right now. It's just kind of like ah, I'll get it if I'm not playing anything consistently at that point. So I'll probably get it later on down the line. Yeah, and the, one of the things that I loved about it was it was forty bucks at launch, and so I put a lot of time into it. So I kind of felt a little bit better about myself playing putting so much time to that game and it was, it was only 40 bucks you know it was it was really great speaking of which viper was there i think for the whole thing when i beat that game he saw my struggle i was oh, ready to Kena. fucking break yeah i was ready to break my controller <laughs> <laughs> i was driving going crazy at the end like that one final that one like mini boss fight that you had to do before and it was just like 
could not beat him. But every other time in the game, I was able to. But at that one point in time, for whatever, and then it would set you all the way back to the beginning for the fight. And so, like, the fight was probably about 15 minutes long. So you get in there, 10 minutes in, boom, dead. You got to start over. Kina, Bridge of Spirits. Yeah, dude. One thing I'll say, another game that I tried this year, but I did not get into. I played it for maybe 45 minutes, and then I was like, nope. But I, I'm stupid, and I didn't, because I spent so much time trying to refine my graphic settings so that I can, uh, I'm pretty sure I went over my limit to return it, is Mortal Shell. Man. Is it, is, was that the Soulsborne type, or Dark Souls type yeah, game? It's, yeah, it's, it's Souls-like, yeah, but... My God, man, I played that. I did not play much of that game, and I regret I regret getting it now, but <laughs> maybe maybe one day That's when I'm bored, I'll, re- I'll revisit it. But some, one thing I know you played a shit ton of is Returnal. You yeah, played a lot, of Ret- be... <laughs> a lot of Returnal. Spoiler alert, that was going to be my favorite game of the year. Well, there you go. But now you get to do it. <laughs> all right, I guess we'll jump into it. Yeah, like talking about hard games, Returnal. Oh my god, did I love Returnal. Returnal was so good, man. Like the I watched combat. you play a decent amount of it, and it looks it looked really, really fun. Yeah, so Returnal is not for everyone, I will say that. And I don't typically play those type of games, but now I do. So, which actually led me into a game that I played a lot too, was Sekiro, which is a great game in itself. But Returnal, I bought Returnal because it's a PS5 exclusive and that's why I bought my PS5 is to play exclusives on that console and Returnal was like the first like big name PS5 exclusive to come out and it just it, it looked really good uh, Riso Gun was pretty cool and so but I was not ready for I was not ready for how hard that game was going to be but I also wasn't ready for how much I was going to love that game the combat was so good the the feeling of dodging you just felt like so cool like doing all the dodges and stuff and you time everything yeah. just right but then you had but then, so it's like weird it's like a love-hate relationship right like you go through all these like bullshit moments where the game just kind of like fucks you over and you know gives you like a badass enemy early on in the game and then like i had so many like i did a montage video of like early on of all the times that like i got fucked over by that game it's pretty funny going back and watching it but i it just Graphically, the combat, the weapons, just the overall like ambience of the game, the the atmosphere of the game, music, just it was just such a well done game, and it just I can't say enough. It was, it was really hard too. That game was really hard. Now, like I said, I'm probably more on like the average type gamer when it comes to these hard type games. Maybe I'm a little bit better than than the average gamer when it comes to those now, since I played so many of it. But my god. Dude, those boss and those boss fights were epic, man. Those boss fights yeah. when you defeated them, like the first. The only problem was the first three were so amazing, but then you end up one. You wind up fighting two more after that, and they they were sort of like meh. I don't know, but for me, Returnal hands down was just for me the game of the year. Out of all the games that I played, I I actually thought about picking it up and going back and playing it some more. Where I mean, Returnal was just that good. It was yeah. such an awesome experience. Yeah, I don't, I don't, let's like you said, it's not for everybody. It doesn't, I'm not sure I'm down with the mechanic of like, you start from the beginning of the level and it changes every time. I'm pretty sure that's how it works, right? Yeah. Yeah. From it's the beginning all, of the beginning of the world 
It's like a yeah. persistent map that has slight changes and deviations in it every playthrough. Yeah, it's procedurally generated. Everything is a little different when you play. Like the so yeah, RNG can really suck. And but over time, you can uh, upgrade your weapons and stuff. You know, over time. So if you get a brand new weapon, it's gonna kind of suck. But like I, I, I would find a weapon that I liked and I would use it, like improve it. So the next time you get it, it would be already leveled up. Like so, it's like an yeah. interesting way yeah. it builds. It's very unforgiving. It's very unforgiving and. God, I had so many like break my controller moments, you know, like where I wanted to just break my controller in the game. But then when you finally yep. beat it, it's just like, man, I don't know. I just like that challenge, you know. I like challenging myself and the feeling of I don't want to say relief, but joy of like putting yourself through hell and then coming out on top, you know. Yeah, that's kind of that like sense that. of satisfaction. Yeah, yeah, and that's what Returnal was for me. I think I was just this was a challenging year for me in video games between Kina, Returnal, and Sekiro, which I did not beat. I really like found my oh, and then I also played Demon Souls, which I played probably like the first couple of worlds on that, and I love Demon Souls. So I'm kind of like transitioning. I'm starting to find the, the, the my niche or my like preference are these hard ass like unforgiving games, and so that that's probably what I'm I'm looking forward to most for for next year is um, like Elden Ring. Yeah, Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what about Control? I did play a lot of Control. I did play a lot of Control. So I beat Control. So it was free on... It was free on PS5 for uh, the subscription service or whatever. So I I got it for free on PS5 and I beat it before we we actually did our interview with Courtney Hope. Plug. Shameless plug. Our own podcast. But so we were going to interview her (laughs) and so I was like, fuck it, I'm going to play Control. And like I beat... So I beat it on ps5 and then went on sale on steam and i bought it again on steam because i wanted to play it on my phone like i stream it to my phone and stuff in the house and so i beat it again on steam and then i also started playing all the extra stuff that game is so fucking good i it's just so good i love it it's really good i played it i played it uh, an amount of it i didn't finish it but i did enjoy what i did play i didn't get all the upgrades where she can like float and shit but mm. I did play enough to know that uh, I did enjoy it. I'm going to have to go back and, and play through it. That's yeah. my problem is I'll, I'll pick up a game and if it doesn't grab me all the way, I'll drop it and not finish it. I have the I, same issue with a lot of games. Like if I play a game and I'm just not like, and that's why I never, like I play, I go from game to game to game so often. But th- I mean, like I said, this year I played more. It's sort of like my problem with open world games. Like I'll play, like it took me like three years to be Red Dead Redemption. And I'm still at the very end. Actually, I didn't beat it yet. I'm at the I'm at the epilogue right now. Still haven't beat the epilogue yet. Open world games always do that to me. But I don't know. Control just I don't know. It's, it called out to me. Like I don't know. I just love that weird, funky, like sci-fi shit, telekinesis yeah. abilities. And it was just I don't know. Control was just like one of those games where I just had a, had a lot of a lot of fun playing. And it's an older game too. That came out in like 2016, 2017. But yeah, fantastic game. That was that was probably like my most played non 2021 game this year. I think for me, for me, it's definitely. One thing, like, what was I your tr- number? What was your top like two? What was your number two game from this year, twenty twenty one? Oh, Hunt. That that, hunt that, that, is- that technically didn't launch in twenty twenty one. Oh, you mean launch in twenty twenty one? Then did you play? Well, did you play <laughs> any games that came out this year in twenty twenty one? But like, legitimately, like, played through it. Halo. Hey, it's Halo now. It's like I'm having so much fun with it. I haven't finished it yet but I 150% plan to, but it's definitely my game of the year is, is, is Halo Infinite. 
I mean, I know throughout the year I played some Master Chief Collection, but leading up to Halo Infinite, I don't think I've been excited for a Halo game since Halo 3. I mean, I, I beat Halo 4. I Was I excited to play it? I was like, no, I kind of like pushed myself. I forced myself to play it. And then Halo 5, I didn't even play. And then, That's interesting. But now, but the now game's Halo been up for what nineteen days? Yeah, that's inter- that, that's. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm not surprised that you would say that because I know how much you loved Halo for the most part. And I, yeah, it's been. I've been out of Halo for a very, very long time. Like I probably, like you said, I I played Halo Four, I played Five, I played Reach, and I know, I know. I know how much I love the game, but how much I can remember from what I played, and I couldn't tell you very much from the storylines from all of those games, even though I beat them. You know, so Halo Infinite, I'm with you. I'm actually, I'm very pleasantly surprised, and it, also the fact that it's included in Game Pass on PC. Yep, <laughs> kind of helps that. Uh, and but not even that, like even the multiplayer itself. I mean. <laughs> The multiplayer itself is so good. It's like right back. It's, it feels like I'm back in playing the Halo Three days. You know, like there's no there's no tied supers, not supers, but abilities. You know, they're pickups, which is amazing. Yeah, Halo Three was probably like my favorite. Like I played the multiplayer on that probably more than any other game on the original Xbox on Xbox Live. Like that and Rainbow yeah. Six Vegas were like the two games that I played the most on Xbox Live. Yeah, that was actually Halo Three was no wait Halo Three was 360. Halo yep. 2 was original Xbox. But yeah, Halo, Halo 3 was a lot of fun. That was like one of the first, like most played games. With um, the other stuff though, I did, I mean, I played a decent amount of Squad, but I'm always playing Squad, but it officially released this year, so. Oh, really? Not, it, 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 came, it came out of beta. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't realize it was still in beta. Yeah, it was in beta. When we, when we played it, it was officially released, the 1.0. But it was in beta for a very long time. Okay. All right, let's talk about some of the games that we missed. Battlefield. Battlefield. <laughs> okay, now, why did you miss Battlefield? Because I was pretty I hyped. Te- I will tell you right now. I was also hyped for Battlefield 2042. And then I played the beta. And I did not enjoy any of it at all. And that's funny you say that because a lot of people I know that. I got, I got into the beta and I didn't even play it. Actually, I, was, I played the alpha. And the alpha was like, I don't know about this. It was a lot of running around and not like no, there was no coordination. And once I found out, so you're, yeah, you were one of the reasons, one of the people, like all the people I know that played the beta and then all the stuff I was reading about it was saying things like, well, one, that there was no in-game voice chat. Yeah. And I what was is like, that? I was like, what? And then people were complaining that there was just too much like running around from point A to point B and trying to get there. And it was just like, I was like, man, I was super bummed out. And then all my friends like, Half my friends decided not to get. So, like I said, my original. I'm I'm in this group chat. We're a tight knit group of friends that we've known each other since Bad Company Two on a 360. We're still friends because of that game. And then once they started dropping out, I dropped out too. So that was like yeah. one of the reasons why I missed out on Battlefield 2042. I may still get it if they can improve it and make it better. Uh, the yeah. other one, the other one that I really like missed out on, which I think we should play, is, is it takes two. I don't know if you played it. I have not, but I know what what you're talking about, this, and I, it does look interesting to me. So this game of the year, maybe we should do that. The video game awards, and what's cool about that? I did not know that. Yeah, what's cool about that is only one person needs to own it. Who's really? Buy it. Yeah, you can share. Mm-hmm. It takes two. Mm-hmm. Like you can share, it. and and 
think it's PS PlayStation, right? So yeah, we can just all that matters is you see one person own the game and you can play play it together. I still mm-hmm. think Returnal should have got at least nominated. I was really kind of butthurt about that. Returnal was so good. Like Returnal was an amazing game. I don't care what anyone says. You cannot tell me differently. Returnal should have at least been nominated in the video game awards for game of the year. That game was so fucking awesome. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't, I have an honorable mention. It's not. It didn't come out this year, but I played it this year, and that's uh, Black Mesa. So B- Black Mesa is the. Uh, I guess you could call it a remake. It's a community-led remake. It's not officially licensed by Steam um, or Valve, but it's community. Uh, it's a community remake. It's called Black Mesa. It's a remake of the first Half-Life game, and my God, is it good! It is such an insane improvement on the base game, but it's so clean. All the graphics have been revamped, but uh. So it's a spiritual remake, right? But it's so good. The graphics are so uh, clean. The gameplay is perfect. It's perfectly paced, and it feels like a, like a, it feels next gen, like beca- uh, because of the way that they incorporated certain aspects of it. And it's just it's it's just so good in my opinion. But and it's a perfect retelling of the story. Like everything is is upgraded, and it looks really good. So if you're a fan of Half Life. Put Black Mesa on your list and check it out. It didn't release in 2021. It released in March of 2020. But I played it this year. And it's just so good and it should definitely be on, on anybody's radar. My son played it. He loves Half-Life. That was like really? one of the first games he ever beat. Half-Life 2, actually. I still remember the day I forgot when he came in and he was crying to me because he beat Half-Life 2. And I felt so bad because he was really young. I didn't tell him about like what happened at the end. Like, yeah. Think about it. He was like, <laughs> it was like in tears, dude. I just beat Half Life Two, and they killed so and so. I was like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry, man. But well, I could have told you that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So you said you missed out on Death Loop, right? Yeah, that was one of the games where I I bought a lot of games this year. Like I bought a lot. Like I was, I think I bought. So I bought. The Mass Effect remake or the remaster. I haven't played any of it. I bought Ghost of, Shush- Ghost of Tsushima at launch. Barely played any of it just because, you know, life happens or whatever. That's probably going to be the next game that I play. I bought Persona 5. Barely played any, any of that. But I bought a lot of games this year. And so when Deathloop dropped, I said, I'm not buying it. <laughs> like, I'm not yeah. buying it because I spent a shit ton of money. Like, Cyberpunk. I bought Cyber. I want to kind of talk about Cyberpunk a little bit because that was like a huge thing that happened this year. It's so like I was gonna say what was like one of your disappointing, most dis- biggest disappointments from this year in the games that you played or in gaming in general. Cyberpunk was one of them because I was so amped for it. I never remember the reason why I was so disappointed was Cyberpunk because I had a 1080 Ti. I booted that fucker up and I was getting like 20 frames per second. It was like in the beginning scene when you're looking in the mirror and we're just like, I was, I'm pretty sure my 1080 Ti was crying in my in my PC case. I'm pretty sure I heard it tearing up and crying and struggling <laughs> to run at the same time. And so, and then all the other shit that happened with Cyberpunk and it was just a big disappointment. Once I got my, my th- RTX 3090, I did enjoy it some somewhat. Like we were talking earlier on the pre-show show, pre-show shenanigans. That I actually enjoyed the, the some of the single player story stuff. The game looked beautiful. Like, oh my god, that was like one of the best looking games I've played in a very long time. 
but I think it was you that said it was like a soulless game, like just walking down like, you know, like a busy walkway, and it's just like, the, and then the police thing just popping up everywhere drove me nuts. That was like one of the things that just killed it for me. It was like just the police magically appearing, like literally just magically appearing yep. in front of you. Yeah. And then the cars changing when you look away and then look back. That drove me nuts. Like it just kept breaking that immersion for me, and so like I couldn't play it anymore at that time. I plan to go back and play it again because I really did enjoy the story. I, I, I played up through Pan Am's romance. So I did that. Yeah. So I, was, I think that's probably a third of the story, maybe half of the story. But I enjoyed that aspect of it. But it was, yeah, severely disappointed, probably because I bought into all the hype like everyone else did. You know, like we all I did. Re- I mean, I, I paid full price for it. I did. The, I best, thing bought- about the, the best thing about Cyberpunk 2077 is you can find Hideo Kojima in a bar. That was the best thing. That was the best thing about the whole game. I don't know. I think I like the idea of like, I don't know, do, doing like the, the, the sword play and stuff. I don't know. I found that that was fun. Like hacking people's brains and shit, like making them like. Yeah, yeah. That stuff was fun. I mean, it was like it was like, I man. I wouldn't say it was implemented well, but I, I mean, it was more of just. I was just overall. I was just. My, that was my biggest disappointment. Was I was so excited. It was definitely like my cyberpunk is like my thing, right? When it comes to sci-fi, cyberpunk. Like that kind of stuff. That's what I love. Like, like Westworld. I love that show. That's like one of my favorite shows. Yeah, Westworld you know? is awesome. And uh, Alter Carbon. Not the not the show, but the book. Love the book. Like amazing show was okay, but I like that kind of stuff. Blade Runner. Oh my god! Like Blade Runner. Blade Runner is probably like up there. And so Cyberpunk kind of like fit that. And I was really hoping I was going to get something like that, but I, we didn't get that. Did you have anything else to add for your favorite games of the year? I could talk mostly about my yeah game. D and D video game video D and D. I had a lot of fun playing D and D this year. That's why. Um, for another favorite game, I would. I guess. I guess, we, I you guess said, that's really it. That's really it for me. Yeah, you did. I guess you didn't play a lot of 2021 releases this year. Yeah. Yeah. Which is which? I, played, I, thought, I played a lot of I played a lot of older stuff. You played Jedi Fallen like Order. Stuff, surprised that's yeah, not but on that's, there. That's not a 2021 release, right? But you didn't add it to your list of games. I was kind of surprised not to see that on there. I mean, it it is good. It wasn't my favorite, but it oh. it was fun to play. I mean, I it, love that game too. It's it's above Cyberpunk. I'll tell you yeah. that. <laughs> no, that's not. And I play, that's, not and a very, I play, that's a low bar, I, man. <laughs> I I played less of it. <laughs> I played less of it than I did Cyberpunk, and I enjoyed it way more. Did you wait? You beat it though, right? No, I have not. Oh, because I'm because I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are stupid for not beating that game. I love the Jedi Fallen Order, man. Fucking after the Clone Wars, the, the did you see the part where they ex- execute Order sixty six? No. Oh my god, it's such a great moment. There's so many great moments in Fallen Order. You need to play that game. That moment. Okay, I will. Oh. Play it now. Get off the podcast. What are you doing? Okay, okay bye. Sorry. I just love it. Because like, if you think about it, all the crap of Star Wars that we had to deal with as far as the movies were concerned at that time, and then we got that, Like, I was eating that game up, and I loved it. There's... You should. Yeah. I think. I think. I don't know where you left off, but I think once you get to that part and get to the to the uh, the temple, I don't know if you got to that part. And then when you get to the end, oh boy, man, great, great game. 
another game that I played this year that didn't release this year, but I got it was Frostpunk. I put Ooh. I have maybe like eight or nine hours in Frostpunk, but I did enjoy the shit out of it. However, I do need to figure out what the meta is and stop like killing there is my no civilizations. <laughs> there is no meta in that game. I played that There's... game a couple, when it came out. It's like and then every question is like, like here is here is a here is a terrible situation that you can pick. Here is a also equally terrible situation that you can pick. Which one yeah. do you want to do? It's like hey, here is two situations <laughs> that are both shitty. Yeah, every Screw every you. decision is like that. It's like well, fuck. Like either I kill children or I kill a bunch of women. Like what? 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 <laughs> Like either you enslave children or these women will all die. Which one do you choose? Right. It's, it's like, what? Yeah. I, I will give you Frostpunk was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I, I didn't play it this year because I, I own it, though. I, I bought it when it launched just because everyone. It's was definitely about it. very, very unique. I know Frostpunk is very yeah. unique. Yeah, it's definitely unique. It is de- definitely an interesting like sim, but it's so f- it's so it was so frustrated because there was no fucking meta. And it was like, every decision I made was like the wrong one every fucking time. Like, it was just like, what do yeah, I do? No matter what. But by the I way, don't... people will begin rioting soon. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, why? Yeah. <laughs> like, how can I prevent this? Like, you couldn't, you cannot prevent this. You can't prevent it. Fuck you. <laughs> you know, I will say a game that if you like RTS stuff is, I don't know if you played it with, they are billions. They are billions. is a lot of, that yeah. game will I I spent a while I didn't play it this and it's not my game of this year but talking about strategy games because I got them both at the same time I actually played They Are Billions more I don't even know what the state of the game is but man that game was addicting because you're just constantly building trying to like prepare for these waves of zombies and it's just like man I lost so many hours of my life I was at work playing that game when I was doing contract work on Brag I was bring my laptop in <laughs> I, and most of the time it'd be slow especially this time of year I'd just be on there I'd be fucking playing that game it was great yeah yeah it does look interesting yeah I would recommend They Are Billions if you if you liked uh, if you like uh, strategy games or like preparing like stuff it's a little different than than Frostbite Frostbite was good yeah I, I, it's funny you mentioned that I didn't know that you had played that one yeah, there's a sequel uh, coming. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that. So, all right, I think I'm all out of, of games that I want to say. I'll, my honorable mentions was, I already said the games I played. Well, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart was a fucking amazing game. It was a technical marvel. Like, it's just one, it's like PS5, beautiful game. Loved that game. I just didn't beat it, so that's why I didn't put it as my number one game. Or my no- top top games up there. And um, that pretty much is my my honorable mention. So, yeah, yeah. it was a great game for gaming for me personally because I, I typically didn't have a lot of time to play games, and I found time this year. And between you know and Returnal, I just was I had a blast. Oh, yeah. another honorable mention was Guardians of the Galaxy. I didn't beat it, but it was a quite uh, it was a nice surprise. You know, the dialogue in that game is fantastic. I really enjoyed that too. Is that like kind of like a? Is it like an RPG? What is that? What is it? No, it's more of an action. It's a, it's an action game, I would say, but the combat is eh, is is okay. I think it was like the le- the weakest part of that game was the combat, but the dialogue is so good, and it looks amazing. It looks graphically it looks yeah. fantastic. If you have a nice rig to play it on or on uh, next gen consoles, it's like a really really good game. But I think yeah. mostly because of the story is what does it, does it for me. The way they do the banter and stuff when you're walking does the through. Story, does the story tie into any of the like uh, Avenger stuff or nope. the film stuff? It's completely nope. okay. separate. Like the the whole origin story of Peter Quill was different. 
Um, it's really, but it's really well done. I mean, the, they yeah. did such a stand-up job, such a great job with that game putting it together. So, oh, I guess <laughs> Viper actually brought up a good point. I guess the disappointing game for me would be a Fire Team. Uh, yeah, you probably <laughs> liked it. Oh yeah, Aliens. Aliens was cool. I liked Aliens. It's just. It was cool for like know, there's, 30 there's minutes. There's something missing. There's something missing from it. I can't put my finger on it, but there's something missing. Yeah, I don't know. It was cool for the few times that we did play it, but then I got bored really quick. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's, that's what, like what I'm saying. Like, there's just something missing, and I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. All right. That's all I have. That's all I have for, for this episode, I promise. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> that my- is also all I have, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> that was my I am honorable mentions, my disappointments, so my disappointments with Cyberpunk and Aliens Fire Team. But I so I'm gonna wrap this up. We'll do our final thoughts. So what what it what are your final thoughts for the year of twenty twenty one in gaming and for you? I feel like a lot of games that have come out this year, especially like big titles, they just focused on pushing something out. And a lot of games were very big letdowns, especially Battlefield, man. I mean, and now Vanguard is out, and that's a letdown. People are like, yo, this game, what the fuck is this, you know? Mm. People just want people just want Modern Warfare. And it's like, it's funny, because the developers don't understand that. <laughs> people just want Modern Warfare. They just want more Modern Warfare shit. Leave World War II alone. We got it. It happened. You stop telling stories of it. We want Modern Warfare, damn it. But so people are just trying to rush out products. And that's I feel kind of like it's disrespectful to the people that give them money on a regular basis. But um, for final thoughts, I don't know. There was nothing really this year that really grabbed my attention that I was like, I need to have it now other than Resident Evil. I mean, Resident Evil Village was I, I bought it on release. I played it on release. Um, and, and, and it was a beautiful game. It wasn't my favorite game of the year. There were games that came out years ago armor 3 has been out since for a long time and that's probably the game i've played the most this year so that just goes to say just just goes to show is that putting out a product that's refined uh is is better than pushing out product just to push out product you know yeah i think this year we saw two terrible releases that launched cyberpunk and probably missing more cyberpunk and in Battlefield 2042, just some awful, awful launches, and that they just weren't ready. But my final thoughts for this year, man. I mean, for per- me personally, is I actually played a lot of games this year, and a lot more than I'm accustomed to. Like, I got kind of mad. I was in my Discord. I was like, "Yeah, I played video games for like seven hours straight," and then someone was like, "Oh, that's it." I was like, "Well, fuck you, dude." Like, I got two kids <laughs> and a full job, full time job. You know, like I just moved into a new house. I'm like. Yeah, I'm like, there's always one person. There's always always one person. But anyways, I played a lot of gaming this year. I finished more games this year than I have probably in the past couple years. And I really just, yeah. I'm really happy with the PS5 and, and the game, the exclusives that have come with it. Like, I haven't played a lot of Ghost of Tsushima, but I know it's not, it wasn't launched this year. But like you said, beautiful game and all the upgrades that they made to that game look fantastic. Ratchet and Clank. I played Resident Evil on PC and I loved I just loved Resident Evil. 
it, like I said, it had some some issues with it, but overall, I really enjoyed it. But I was pleasantly surprised by Kina and Returnal. Was, those are like games that, to me, that just I just truly enjoyed and had a fun time playing, and I'm always gonna like remember it. And it's probably partly because I streamed them too, and I got to share that with people. And that was probably yeah. one of one of the things that made it so special to me was sharing those moments. Even Resident Evil, maybe that's <laughs> maybe Resident Evil was because. I actually that was the the first game that I played after Valheim because you can't beat Valheim and I beat that on stream and so that was like the that kind of led me into like down that path I did I did Resident Evil then I did Returnal then I did Kina so it was a lot it was a lot of fun I really I really yeah. enjoyed those two those were like the well, we need to I, I just want to know when they're gonna drop Reverse the the multiplayer mode for Resident Evil that like oh, multiplayer mode that because it's never. included with you're supposed to have it. If you got, if you got Resident mm-hmm. Evil uh, Village, you're supposed to get that game when it drops. I have it on and PC. Have it, yeah, yeah, I have it too. It's right there, but I can't play it because it's not available. God damn it! <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody knows. What it is. Well, that's all I have for today's show, Josh. It's an honor and pleasure to do these episodes with you. And I think, I think next year. My New Year's resolution this year was to play more games and stream more. I think next year's my New Year's, New Year's resolution is to play more games with other people. That's what I think I'll say. So. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. But that being said, I know we're going to do a few more episodes this week. We have another one coming up where we're going to talk about our favorite TV shows and movies from this year. Then, in the beginning of January, we're going to do what we're looking forward to most in New Year's resolutions. So. Yep. Cool. Josh, pretty pal an honor and pleasure i really appreciate doing these with you and a lot of fun all right insert metal gear reference here okay and uh i already, I already mentioned metal oh gear. wait you're right you did, damn you it you pick up on it i always do that i'll throw it out there and you don't even, <laughs> you don't even say it it's my yeah. most bought um, game ever <laughs> every episode dude yep, yeah every episode metal gear can't we can't do an episode without dropping it so at some point you're right um but yeah, uh, as always, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, Peter, even if it's to talk about nothing, all right? Um, but yeah, I hope you guys have a good holiday if you don't catch the follow-on episodes, and don't be shitty. <laughs> all right, everyone. Have a great rest of your week.